Oh, we back for another one, right? <laughs> Bags are packed. Hey, Tommy, you ready? Let's go. We going in. Hey. It's the night before the cruising If I'm honest, I ain't sleeping But even if I could, I'd be dreaming About this weekend, all the fun we about to have As we taking this vacation Always be booked on our way to embarkation Cause we know it's in store Pockets and palm trees, tropical sea breeze And frozen daiquiris, oh please Thank you sir, yes I think I'll have another Please don't blow my cover, cause I'm passing on the muster Bring a lover, bring a friend, bring someone you just met It ain't snowing where we going And the good times never end Here's the five more years, drinking beers, running Pierce, thanks for giving us your ears through the laughter and the tears. But we just getting started out here. Give us a holler if you're looking, you can find us somewhere south of the Bahamas. Getting hotter as we go, cones and we united. So sound that horn, cause everybody's invited. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Always be booked podcast. This is the Thursday conversation this week, and we have a very special guest with us today. Jay from the Ship Life. Jay, what's going on, man? Hey man, not much. Just finished some work, got a video up, and uh well, now I'm free, at least until about five PM today. So I got a couple hours of free time. Yeah, it's crazy. I've seen you running around globe trotting, or no pun intended. You were wow, you, you know what? I didn't even think to, remo- to I didn't even think about that. You were you were a a globetrotter guy for a while, right? Yeah, well, I worked for them for about six years. I was a dancer. I'm a break dancer and acrobat originally. So I was a dancer for them, then a stage manager, then international tour manager for the Globetrotters. Okay. Just if in case anybody doesn't know who's listening to the show, I'm assuming most people here my show know who uh, Jay is with The Ship Life YouTube channel, one of the biggest out there, one of the biggest in the game. And, um, you know, it's crazy. So I guess, did you start... The, the the origin of your channel. I think I remember mm-hmm. seeing it back. You know, there's so many people out there in in, in the space. Did yeah, you, a lot, <laughs> right? It's getting crazy. But it, did you start as like an onboard vlogger? Yeah, I wouldn't even call it like a vlogger. The thing is, I was working for Norwegian at the time. Right, six month contract doing this random Broadway show that came out of nowhere. Uh, guy I used to work at a theme park with over in Tampa here, Bush Gardens. Ended up becoming one of the crew, recruiting managers. Uh, at that time, I was I had a little small detailing business going on, and I was an Uber driver. And out of nowhere, this guy hits me up and offers me a contract on the Norwegian Escape, this Broadway show. Uh, so while I'm there, we're working like two days a week. I kid you not, which nobody on the ship has that kind of privilege, you know. And uh, it, there's not much to do on the ship. There's parties, and there's there's really, that's it. You go work out, enjoy the port. Uh, so I decided to do something productive. And uh, when I got on the ship, there was a lot of information being tossed around them. And I'm, I was the kind of guy that would hang out with everyone, right? Whether it be the maitre d', the room steward, the people in the spa. And I'm gathering all this information. And I just thought to myself, because originally I wanted to start a podcast, I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll just do this while I'm here. I like traveling, and this is such a taboo subject. It might be interesting to people. So I started my first episode. No, that makes sense. And and basically, what was it? It was basically kind of like you were providing a window to what ship, like, ship life was like. Yeah, I mean, at the time, I had no idea what it was going to be. For me, I just figured, what what would people want? And I knew working on ships is already just a taboo environment. So I figured, you know, just talk about what my, my first day was like, uh, show up in my room, because most people think that everybody working on a cruise ship is like sharing, like, four people to a room and one toilet, you know? So uh, I just kind of debunked a lot of that stuff and gave people what I thought was valuable information for anybody that aspired to work on a cruise ship. No, it's true. They like you know, the way it was portrayed, or the way it is portrayed. In some cases, it does give you like a little a prison vibes. You know what I mean? The way people say yeah, it. Yeah, 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 exactly. 
Now, when, exactly. you, when you were doing that, did you get any any pushback or any type of heat from the cruise line when you were doing it? Because it's kind of brave. Uh, no, not really. I mean, for me, the thing is, I had like a small contract for a couple weeks on Carnival prior to that. That was my first real contract. And for me, I've always been kind of like a risk taker. Risk taker. It got me where I where I am today, you know. So for me, I'm like, yeah, it's probably a one time deal. I got hired on on a Broadway show. It was a tap dance show. I figured it was going to be a one shot deal anyway. So I just said, you know what? I might as well. I know YouTube can be a cool opportunity, and I like to talk. So uh, what happens happens, you know. And I just made sure I was clear whenever I did my videos and I was working on board the Norwegian Escape. I never mentioned what cruise line I worked for. And if I talked about a cruise line in particular, like NCL, I mentioned the others to kind of like, you know, uh, push people away from them knowing I work for NCL. I would hide all the logos. I would never have anything showing the NCL brand, nothing of that nature, you know. So it just kind of worked itself out. Oh, that makes sense. That had to be a little tricky to try to keep the actual name of the cruise line out of a lot of the videos. Yeah, yeah, um, it, it was. So, all right. So the channel's called the Ship Life, and that's what I don't know. All of us, you know, uh, civilians out here, they, we 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 want to know what the hell goes goes on back there. Can you <laughs> can you give us any dirt or any type of scenarios or stories <laughs> of wacky stuff? Because we all hear about how legendary the parties are, and you know, you've lived a life of entertainment, so I'm sure you're no stranger yep. to some partying here and there. And how would you describe what goes on between I don't know crew members? Is the crew bar as legendary of a place as folklore would suggest? Uh, well, first question before we dive into this: How how PG is your show? I've only heard about two of your podcasts, to be honest with you. You know, uh, get so, <laughs> get loose, get go go in. <laughs> yeah, you see my content. You know, I'm super transparent about things. You know, so absolutely uh, feel free. I I uh, don't have uh, this is uh, an adult show. Oh, okay, good to know. So on the ship, um, it's a very interesting environment. In the, in the way that I, I explain it to people, and, I, and I, there's not a crew member alive that will disagree with this. On the ship, just think of high school, college, and military, or prison, whatever you prefer, all <laughs> rolled into one. Right? You say, you say high school because there are a lot of rumors going around. Everybody, everybody knows or they think they know what's going on. You got college because you got people experimenting. I'll dive a little bit more into that in a minute. And then you got like the military, there's a lot of rules. Same with prison. You know, there's a lot of rules on what you can and can't do, fireable offenses. You know, uh, there, there's just things you can't contraband in the room. You're not allowed to have in there iron, stuff like that. You can't do it. So um, on the ship, because of that environment, there are a lot of people that are from all these different countries. You have a lot of people that are essentially like experimenting or just kind of letting loose. Because on the ship, there's nothing to do. You can work out after a long day of work, which most people don't want to do. Or you can go to the crew bar, party, get drunk and, and hook up. You know, and uh, totally not not everybody, not everyone is participating in that. But I'll be honest with you. Usually it's in there's there's a couple different like uh, uh, departments, right? There's different departments and there's different uh, uh, cultures where people are coming from. But typically, let's say as far as the people that are really getting down, it would be entertainment. Obviously, I think that's a no brainer. Um, entertainment, um, the the spa, also a no brainer. Okay. And I would say the, the freakiest department, man, <laughs> you probably won't believe it. We call them the YCs, the youth counselors. So basically the, the girls that are in the daycare, the girls and guys that are in the daycare, are, are typically the, the most wild ones on board, <laughs> well, believe it or not. You wonder how that, that works out. I don't know. But you yeah. see, you know, I, I heard, I started hearing some stories about how crazy it gets down there. And I'm from mm-hmm. the bar, restaurant, nightclub industry. so Okay, so you know. <laughs> so I know. I know it's a, it's a different type of life. It's a different type of, you know, where a lot of people will 
kind of you know like what how do you like what's wrong with you type of yeah. mentality yeah um but you know knowing that and being from that environment and then hearing about some of the stuff that goes out goes on uh, below deck you see them you go to the you go to the bar to get a drink and then you kind of see in their eyes you could tell what happened last night you could tell that this person you know so i guess that's yeah. what i would ask you did you have to deal with that a lot because i could tell you right now at my age i'm not going to be able to work until 10 11 o'clock go out hang out until 4 and then be ready for a 8:45 shift was there was there issues with people missing missing shifts or being late um, you know, this is what this is what's really unique about the cruise environment, right? Most of the people, about ninety percent of the people there, probably even more than that, are working like they're working every day, and they are working eight to twelve hour shifts every day. I want to say the cruise, the ship life, will bring out a different type of human, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's like picture somebody that may be in college, right, or maybe they're just uh, graduating, twenty one, twenty two. Right. They, they have a good liver. They can drink and drink until their heart's content and wake up and go to work the next morning. Picture that range from everybody's working on the ship from 18 through 35, 40. They still have that same kind of mentality in their body tolerance to do that. Right. They can hook up, have a good time and then get back to work that next morning. No, that makes sense. A, probably for two reasons now that I'm thinking about it. A, because you have no other choice but to. And, yes, and, and B, because you're in shape for that. That's, there's, a muscle that, there's a muscle that's developed when you're doing that. Yep. And, and they're, in, they're, in, they're in mid-season form. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So you, you kind of blew up as one of the most watched YouTube channels in the game. And mm-hmm. uh, it probably you probably spent a good amount of time doing YouTube videos, not necessarily as that. Now, do you remember uh, mm-hmm. when or why was there a certain video? Was there a tipping point that took your channel kind of like through the stratosphere? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, the thing is, um, just even starting from the beginning, I, I knew the idea could work. I didn't think it would work how it did, right? At the time, I knew nothing about YouTube when I started. I didn't know about thumbnails and titles and tags. I didn't know anything about that. I took my iPhone 6, stacked it in some books in my room, and just started talking, rambling on, and stumbling through a video. You know? Yep. Um, I had no idea what it was going to be. And the videos were pretty successful. I, I would say, like, even from zero subscribers up until, I think I ended that, that contract, my last two months of my contract when I started, with, like, 7,000 subscribers, right? Mm-hmm. And every video was getting, like, 50,000 views plus. plus. Um, so, but the thing is, I was making money. I didn't, I didn't know anything about it. And then I got back, and it was weird. I was doing Uber on the side, picked up some guy, and he's the one that told me about it. It's the millionaire. Picked him up, played video games. He's the one that, that kind of put me on game to what YouTube is. Oh, wow. And he told me, and again, it, it, it kind of went full circle. It was like a year later that it blew up, which I'm going to get to in a minute. Um, the guy tells me, he's like, yeah, you could easily be pulling like five, ten thousand $10,000 a month. I've never seen content like yours. So he told me how to, how, how to register with uh, Google to get paid, and then I, I, I want to say... Between like April up until like let's say March of 2020, I would make maybe three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars. I had one month man where I made seven hundred, but it was like side money, you know. Yeah. But for me, I didn't think of it ever being a full time thing. I was like, oh, this is really really cool. This is I'm making money making videos on my phone. A couple hundred dollars. That's that's pretty cool. So that's how I looked at it. Uh, but then I was getting ready to give up actually. So we we roll around till uh, beginning of March 2020. And uh, at that time, I remember my last check was like $211 for the month of February. I was even ready to quit because it was just kind of wasting time for me at that point. Now, when this is going on, what is your content? Is it still like, um, is it when you started well, doing kind uh, of like, like new style? 
it was no, no. At that time, I had done maybe I want to say, in all in all, from like maybe November of twenty of twenty of twenty nineteen, I had done maybe like ten news videos. Okay, but I, I kept telling myself I didn't want to get off into that because that's not the direction that I want to go in. I would love to do vlogs, even though I wasn't making the money back then, even to get on the ship. Now, mind you, at that time, I had never been on the ship as a passenger either. Really. You know, so my channel, I think it hit like at that time, it was like maybe 10, 10 or 12,000 subscribers because I just kept moving. Um, but then I was getting ready to quit. I was like, you know what? I have to find some other way. I love traveling. I want to be able to do like cruise reviews, Airbnb reviews, stuff like that because I love traveling. But I'd have to figure out another way um, or we're back on the ship again. So the thing is, um, while I was getting ready to stop YouTube, I, I just checked on randomly checked on my friends that worked on the ship because being in Florida and being a dancer, usually most of us, we're either working at theme parks, Disney, Universal. Uh, SeaWorld or we're working on the ships mm -hmm. and uh, I had friends that were over on I had one of my friends was on Celebrity Apex and at the time it was brand new sitting over in France no passengers on board she tells me that there's like a couple hundred people that have COVID on board um, and they're talking about sending everybody home now kidding this is like March 2nd 2020 nobody knows what's going on um, and then after that I talked to my friend Gabby she was over in uh, it was oh, I forgot what Royal Caribbean ship it was um, anyway it was Royal Caribbean ship over in, my, in Miami and she's telling me the same thing. So like, he's hearing rumors they're getting sent home. Like everyone. Okay. You know, same. I talked to one of my friends I used to work at Bush Gardens with. So at that time, I kind of got the hint. I'm like, okay, wow. Different cruise lines are talking about this. This might be a thing. Now, mind you, COVID was just starting to come over to the U.S. So nobody really knew what it was. Uh, so for me, I just, I, I made a video just talking about that. I'm like, well, from what I'm hearing, you know, they're talking about sending all the crew members home. It's never been done before. And I was explaining to people how this is the system work. It told me it was, it was a very intricate system. Whenever you as a passenger finishes your, your cruise for that week, there are crew members signing on, there are crew members signing off and going home. It's a very intricate, detailed process. And they've never had everyone, over 100,000 crew members from 100 different countries, go home. Wait, was, it, was this the, the announcement video? The, uh, uh, no, this is before. Some, the shutdown? No, the announcement of uh, where, where there was audio of... Uh Oh, yeah. It was around that time, actually. It was around that time. Because that's how I learned about you, through that announcement video. Yeah, I had made one a little while before that. Okay. I think it went, it went, it went pretty viral. And then, but the video ended up getting demonetized, and I didn't know what that meant at the time, so I deleted it. The mm -hmm. video got uh, over a quarter of a million views. Wow, okay. And it was a lot of hate, too. Like At the time, I didn't know how to handle that kind of pressure. You know, It's, it's something you have to kind of build, build the, the thick skin up to do on yeah. YouTube, you know? Yeah, no one, uh, no one, there's no manual for that. They don't teach you how to uh, handle yeah, when people, strangers like, start just, you know, coming at you. That's not a natural, human, a natural human thing to do. So the thing is, I put the video up. It was a 15-minute video of me explaining the process of sending everybody home. And I said, you know, if you combine this with the travel restrictions, and I did a live stream too, I believe. Uh, so you combine this with the travel restrictions and everything going on, the fact that this has never been done before, and even for... In a regular world, it takes months to get somebody off a ship or uh, signed onto a ship after all the testing and all the stuff you have to go through to get on the ship. You know, yellow fever shots and all that stuff. So it's going to take months. So, so given we don't know what's going on with COVID, if they send everyone home, that's already going to take about six months. And you're talking about bring, sending everybody home and then bringing them back, which is a longer process. I said it'll be about six months to a year. They could potentially shut the cruise ship industry down or suspend it. And it'll take six months to a year before it's fully back. You know, I'm rem right, so. I'm remembering this as you was yes, absolutely. I remember these videos. Yep. Yeah. So you know, and I, I mentioned that in a couple of videos. I kept telling people this that this could potentially happen, but you know, it, it was more it was met with more hate than anything. Everybody's saying I'm an idiot. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just trying to scare people. Then sure enough, you know, March 14th rolls around, 
And at the time, it was only a month, but the entire global cruise ship industry shut down. <laughs> Insane. You know? So, you know, this is, I believe it was like March 6th or 7th that I talked about this. And then when it happened, next thing I know, I want to say for that next month or two, it was like 20, 25, 30,000 people just flooding into my channel <laughs> because they saw that I was right. Okay. See, that? that's it. That, that'll do it. That'll absolutely do it. And it makes perfect so, sense. Now, again, in the meantime, I didn't care because I knew I was loading up on more videos talking about this stuff, potential layoffs. And again, that hate kept coming until the shutdowns happened, mm-hmm. you know? So then, uh, you know, everybody went back and started backwalking and watching the other videos. Then that following month, because I remember it vividly, my, my check from February of 2020 was $211.46. My check for March when my channel blew up was just over three grand, $3,000. Like, okay, maybe we have something. Maybe we're not, yeah, gonna, maybe said, oh, not, maybe we're not quitting yet. <laughs> I said, wow, I've never, outside of like maybe a, a cruise contract with NCL or Globetrotters, I've never made that money like on the street before. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. While being at home. I've never made that kind of money at the time. And uh, I said, oh, okay, well, maybe I got lucky. Let me try it again. And then it went down to like 2800 I said, huh, we might we might have, that's when I said we might have something here. Yeah. You know, uh, and I was like, oh, that guy that, that, I, that I picked up in Uber, he was right. So after that, I started going with the news, you know, even dealing with all the hate and whatever. I kept rolling with it. And I think that year, 20, 2020, uh, it was like November or something like that. I got a check for like like just under eight grand, $8,000. And I'm like, oh, this is a... Uh, pretty legit you know and it's, it's not even more so about the money but i saw me being able to fund the mission the things that i wanted to do right you know what i mean totally, totally. um so yeah then after that i was paying off some debt some of the mistakes i had made in my earlier 20s so i'm like okay this is a cool opportunity to get my life together credit rate and just keep moving i had like six grand in my pocket and then uh at the time my bank account and the first ship that i jumped on was the uh the carnival mardi gras it was my first cruise as a passenger the carnival mardi gras was the first cruise as uh, all-time cruise as a passenger for you yeah, first ever. Amazing, amazing. And I think that's when I saw your after. It was after that cruise because that was a big risk for me. I'm like, okay, I don't have any money. <laughs> if, I, if this turns out to be a flop, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know. Uh, but then I got on. I gained like seven thousand subscribers, and that that all the videos did extremely well. Um, and then I, I think that was somebody pointed me out to your your podcast when you were talking about my videos. Yeah, that was this guy. He's random guy. He's like ship life break dancing and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was uh, the first time I heard of you. I always saw that. You know, like <laughs> you never, you never, you'll never, you're not going to skip on an opportunity to start. You know, you, you, I mean, it's a great icebreaker at the at the bar. I was going to ask you that too. Like oh, yeah. a lot of your videos, you know, you don't necessarily, you know, some people kind of enter this space as like a solo cruise expert. As a, you don't necessarily do that. You cruise a lot with your girlfriend, but you've been on a good amount of solo cruisers. Uh, yeah, is that the type of thing? Is that like an icebreaker, or what are the types of things that you would say? Uh, I guess kind of get you through the week as a solo cruiser. Is it because you've already established yourself in the game so much that people know you? Like, what? What do you? You have a couple of quick solo cruiser tips. Yeah, I mean, so the thing for me is that I I prefer a lot of times not to really like I don't use that to my advantage. If that makes sense, I've always been a social person. I've always been a people person. Always, yeah. my dad talker, and I used to think it was the most annoying thing in the world. I realize now it's a gift, the gift of gab. You know. Um, so the thing is now it's different, right? You got millions of people watching my channel every night, I, every month. I can't go anywhere now without somebody recognizing me, crew guests. Uh, but I try not to lead with that. The thing is, like for me, um, let's say when I cruise alone, um, and I, I typically, to be honest, a lot of people may take this the wrong way, but I'm very transparent about it. I prefer to cruise by myself mm-hmm. um, a lot of the time, rather with my girlfriend, because this is also my business. This is how I eat, right? 
And naturally, when somebody else is involved, I'm also paying for a lot of it. And uh, it can be distracting when there's work that needs to be done as well. You no, know, and yeah, I, that I, makes I, sense. It's like it's like finding that little line between, you know, this is, it, I mean, it is, a, just, at the end of the day, it's a vacation. It, it is a vacation, but you're yeah. also working. So when you have somebody it's, else with you, yeah. it's a little tricky. So, you know what I mean? It's that, that alone can be very, very, very difficult. It's like, all right, yes, this is my business. This is how I eat. But I also vacation for a living. You know, it's a very, it's hard to explain to people. Um, for me, the alone cruising, I think also um, primarily, like even now, I can just sit at home and do news and comparison videos if I want it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I think, first of all, like the, the networking is important. I meet so many people that it, it has gone a very long way for me. But also, I'm a social person. I live off of that. For me, if I can't be social and talk to people, like I, I don't feel alive, if that makes sense. It does make sense, and it does definitely shines through in the videos and the vlogs. You know, you always meet. I saw one video. You met these kids, and then you know you, you see all oh, these guys. You know, you see them during the day, and then you in the in the in the club with them at night, and you know. Yeah. And and I got to yeah. give you credit because you're pretty uh, fearless in terms of uh, just pulling off the man on the street vibe too. You'll roll up to anybody, huh? Yeah, I mean the thing is for me, like I said, I'm a social person, but also. There's so many factors, right? I'm a b-boy, right? And and for us, like many people may not understand what that means, but it's like we're, we're I'm a street dancer. Mm-hmm. And for us, when we were doing when we do competitions and all that, you know, there's competitions I do all over the world. Breakdance is going to be in the Olympics next year, by the way, too. Many I people heard, don't know that. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, but the thing is, like, whenever we we battle, for example, we do our competitions. We are taught to be, you know, a little bit tough, conceited, know that we we we're the shit. You know what I mean? Like, know that we are as badass as we say we are. Yeah. You know, and it's like between that and being on stage, I've been on stage with in front of 8,000, 10,000, 12,000 people, right? You have to have some type of confidence in yourself to be able to do that. Yeah. You take it over to YouTube, it's the same, right? I've heard people say that I that they think that I'm arrogant. I'm like, no, I, I, I'm confident in myself. But imagine if I was like real timid and you, you wouldn't believe a word I say on these videos. Right. Totally. You know? Totally. There's, totally, there's, uh, so there's that, a lot of people, yeah. they, they'll, they'll, you know, not understand that there's a line between having uh, be, being cocky and just having a little swagger. Yeah, yeah. Or even, I would say on YouTube, you're a slightly exaggerated version of yourself. There is a character, right? So for me, um, I also believe my brand is out on the line. So for example, if I'm out and I'm, I'm on the cruise ship, right? For a lot of people that say that know me or may not know me, that may find out during the cruise, they may only have, like, let's say they meet me only one time during the cruise, and I either come off as, let's say, for example, standoffish or whatever. I, for me personally, I'd rather come off as the guy that's that's maybe overly friendly and talks a lot versus the guy that maybe seems a little bit arrogant or thinks he's better than everybody else because all he said was hi and walk away. You know what I mean? Totally, totally. And your videos don't give that vibe at all. You don't seem like you, you know, walking around trying to act like you know I'm Mr. Cruise vlogger. So I'll, I'll, I'll I'm better. You're in the mix. You're, you're, you're hanging out with the people. You're doing your thing. You're enjoying yourself. So that's yeah. a, uh, that's a credit to you. Um, yeah. Now, given these days, I do have to be a little bit more careful. You know, it's it, because as you know, as they say, as you get bigger, there's a lot of people that want to like try to bring you down. Yeah. You know, I think what I had experienced, I even talked about it in my review when I was on MSC. You know, I took my girl, and uh, there was a couple of, uh, like, you know what au pair is? Au pair. What's that? So they're like nannies, right? So it's like a French okay. nanny that might come in or okay. a Brazilian. Right? So it was two Brazilian. There was like 10 of them together. Like, Brazilian girls, they watched my show, right? And they came up to me, talking to me, like, oh, I'm a huge fan. I watch your show. Um, you were on the ship before, so thank you for all the reviews and stuff that you did. It was really, really helpful, right? Mm-hmm. So I assumed with me being friendly, everybody there was good. 
you know? Yeah. Um, next thing I know, right, I'm talking to all of them to ask them where they're from, whatever, we're at the nightclub. They're going to my girl saying that I'm trying to, like, talk to them and, and, and get with them, like, in front of my girl. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, what? You know? And then I made a review, and I briefly mentioned it, and these girls then go blasting on my YouTube saying that uh, I was touching them and assaulting them, and they're lucky that they didn't call security. And this, I'm like, you know what? This just proves that, yes, you have to be careful in this world because there are going to be a lot of people that are going to try to, you know, and then, of course, the haters chimed in, too. Like, oh, I knew he was a bad guy. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> How do you yeah. get to this point? That's the stuff you, you know? can't train for. And it makes perfect sense, right? Yep. You're on a cruise with your girlfriend. You're yep. in a position of, you know, being a YouTuber who has a lot to lose. And you're going to go hit, hit on these randoms. That's That yep. makes perfect sense, right? Like, I'm like, I could maybe you can make that argument if I was by myself. But even then, I'm like, you know, this is the beauty of, especially in an environment like cruising where there's cameras everywhere. I'm like, look, if it ever got to that point, there's two to 3,000 cameras on every ship. Yeah. Let's pull it up and we go from that way. You know what I mean? Like, but I, I'm also PR trained too. Like when I work with the Globetrotters, they trained us in, on what to do, what not to do. Even in cases where, let's say you might want to do some bed wrestling, some adult action, right? There are ways and channels that you go with it a certain way to make sure you alleviate all those issues. You have the receipts, as they call it, the, the paperwork to, to, to kind of clear your name. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's so, that's crazy. They 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 teach you in that in the Globetrotters. Yeah, well, because the thing is, I was I was a tour manager, right? I was an international tour manager at the time. I was twenty four years old. I was the youngest person doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And imagine dealing with a bunch of seven foot tall, thirty year old children. Yeah, they're athletes. You know what I mean? Like I was an athlete too, and I understand, especially like imagine an athlete that has been getting taken care of since high school, all the way through college, and now their adult life. They went to the Euro League for a lot of them, maybe step foot in the NBA, but they've also been kind of getting pampered, right? The mentality is there for them to say, hey, well, I'm a big shot. Nothing can happen to me. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, it's that rock star mentality, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's, it, I mean, given, it can be easy to get caught up in that. Like, even me, like, YouTube, people don't know. YouTube pays significantly well, right? And it's like now, millions of people watching my channel. I can go where I want, when I want. I don't have a boss, right? I got a lot of sponsors, which I, I appreciate. But it is, it is, it's, it's a lot of, uh, of, of, I want to say, brain power to make sure you understand the situation and have the training and emotional etiquette to say, you know what, let me calm down and control this the right way so I don't lose these opportunities that are in my face. Sure, sure. And you had mentioned yep. on uh, Carnival, and, and you know, we could talk a, l- a little bit about Carnival and, the, I guess, the reputation that they get and a little bit yeah. of a – some of it's completely unfair. Some of it, you know what, well, we're on Carnival ships. We see a little a little screwery does tend to happen <laughs> on Carnival ships. Um, yeah. But I guess you, on some of your solo ones, and especially on maybe the smaller or older ships where it's a lot of new cruises, you've had people kind of come at you, right, as far as you, – you said yeah. one time some guy uh, wanted to fight you? Yeah, you know, the thing is, I, I do understand full well. There's a reason why I know for, I mean, to my knowledge, and I actually, this is pretty much fact, um, nobody, as, as far as my channel size, is going to, like, both the newer and older ships because they know that you might not have the best characters often on the older ship. And it's not, a lot of people will chop it up to, like, a racing or whatever. I think there are so many factors in that equation. And it does come down to just a lot of people that don't have travel etiquette. And you might find some ignorant people that feel some kind of way about you just because totally totally 100 percent. i totally feel like it's 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 in many ways it's misconstrued because you know people have a certain you know thing about carnival listen carnival i don't i don't necessarily like i said pull punches on the show whatsoever um a a lot of black people enjoy carnival cruise line that's 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 just a fact there's no we don't you know they and carnival seems to I, i 
enjoy Carnival Cruise Line. I love the comedy. I love the vibe. I love the nightclub and the and the and the parties that go on a Carnival. So for that reason, yeah, sign me up. I'm in. I'm in for everything that Carnival does. Carnival is my favorite cruise line, um, and it, and I like the car. I like the cruise line as far as the older generation ships versus the newer generation ships for different reasons. But yep. you know, it's kind of crazy how. A certain demographic will get into a fight, and then some people will be like, "Typical that, tip, typical that, you know, demographic." Or, or then there'll be another demographic that'll get into a fight. And it's like, "Oh, you know, boys will be boys." So that's yeah. not fair in a lot of ways. And the perception is, listen, it's just a, sometimes it's a little bit of a wild experience on an older carnival ship. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you, sometimes you're here for it, you like it. Some people don't. But um, how do you think carnivals doing as far as handling it? Um, and, and this is me looking, I, I try my best to look at things objectively, right? So don't get me wrong, like, I'm a young dude, I like to party, right? That's that a fact, I do, I enjoy it, um, and also I look at it from the sense of, yes, Carnival does need to clean up their act, because I've been on their older ships and their newer ships recently, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the thing is, when it comes to Carnival cleaning up their act, I would, I would just uh, say, because there, there are plenty of companies out there that just know, right? Even outside of cruising, if you look at like a Popeye's, right, you know Popeye's, we know who that's targeting, mm-hmm. right? Same with uh, like a Chick-fil-A. I eat it both, right? But I know the reality. I wouldn't have a problem personally because I, I do love Carnival. I think they have the best people, first of all. And they got the best vibes. Everybody there is involved. But the thing I would say about Carnival is that if they didn't want that type of environment to create itself, they should have stopped it in its tracks. Because I think the, the, the track record is there. It has been going on for so long now that there is a culture on primarily the older carnival ships that exist now that they could have avoided if that wasn't what they were going for. Uh, I I agree. I agree. But on the same token, I feel like there's nothing wrong with what they're going for. They're just going to have to figure out how to navigate those, you know, some some regulations that they're going to have to put in place. I think Mm -hmm. the the Shaq thing was a little funny. You know what I mean? Bringing Shaq out like, you know, (laughs) Shaq is a I said it. I said it uh, before. Like Shaq is a my age guy. Shaq is a law and order guy. Shaq is a ruler. It's not like everybody's going to be like, oh, you know, Shaq's cool. So let's, you know, let's listen. Let's yeah, get to, let's true. get to bed by 10 p.m. Because Shaq says it's cool too. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's. Like, <laughs> um, I mentioned that in my video. I'm like, you, any of you guys out there remember Steel? You remember that movie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so the thing is, no. To your point, that's that's that was my point that I was trying to make. It's. It, it's, it's, it would be one thing if they if that is what they were going with and they never said anything about it, but don't allow that type of environment to create itself and then 10, 15, 20 years later come back around and say, hey, we want to change the tone. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, there are factors like CEO changes, right? The board changes. However, whatever is already working, if you got a formula, as they say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If you already know you're filling your ships up and they're spending the money, Maybe you've got the controversy. My suggestion was, if you guys have an issue with it, and maybe not less necessary the money, fight fire with fire. Look at what Royal Caribbean is doing. They're hiring influencers. They're hiring people to essentially create the image that they want portrayed on board. And they're good at it, too. I know yeah. some of the guys sponsored with Royal Caribbean, and they're like, hey, well, uh, go ahead, and we'll let you use the camera on the slide or whatever. We'll go ahead and chop it up, and we'll repost all your stuff. Carnival doesn't do that. 
No, no, no. It's if you notice. Yeah, no, it's true. And, and listen, I, I think it's a tricky situation. It's it's hard. It's hard to create an environment of, you know, revelry and party and being the quote-unquote funship, but then also having to be able to try to, you know, put the tent on the circus and keep and yeah. keep it to a certain <laughs> level to yeah. where families can enjoy. That's only, I don't, I don't see nothing, I don't see anything wrong whatsoever with the parties going on, a vibrant, lively ship. I guess the, the, Tipping point, I guess, the real issue a lot of times is when, because the truth is, you know those fights that they show? Do you mm-hmm. know how many of those fights occur that never see the light of day? You know what I mean? That, oh, that yeah. Stuff that yeah. happens here and there. Uh, but I guess the one thing I'd be most concerned about is those late night parties with like the weed going and kind of having to be able to keep the people who are trying to get up for an eight o'clock's excursion not upset because, you know, people paid. I paid for my cruise just like you did. I want to, yep. you know, the speaker thing that's got that's that was smart. You know, I, I love my speaker. I love my Bluetooth, but a little, you know, a little bit of uh, a bass coming out of it when you, when you get ready to kind of, you know, you're on your balcony, all that stuff. But yeah, you know, there or important, go to the beach, you know whatever yeah. yeah i mean there's reasons to have it but i think yeah carnival is right in what they did because some things like I, i've been on i was on what the uh um well the paradise you know like the whole cruise blast this was last year before they made that new rule yeah you know you couldn't hear anything there's a guy i don't know what kind of speaker he had he must have grabbed one of those stadium speakers or something because you could hear it <laughs> from like three decks blasting yeah yeah you know what i mean i look I, I get it, but like, come on, man. People are still trying to sleep. Some people are trying to do their own thing, watch a movie. Some people want to listen to their own music. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. And no. maybe somebody else want to listen to, you know, some, uh, something a little bit more sensual. Light some, some electric candles up while they do some bed <laughs> wrestling. And maybe they don't want to hear, they don't want to hear what you got going on. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> exactly, and the, and then the whole other aspect of it. You know what I mean? You you got your you got your family and your your kids asking the kids asking mom, hey mom, what is that that weird smell that's in the air? I don't know what that yep. is. You know, so you get a lot of that. Uh, that's what I'm saying. You're right. That is that it's it's easier said than done for sure. Um, I would say that yeah, you can you can create the environment, but unfortunately now, like I said, because it's gotten so far, it looks like a. Like a, like a nanny state now, right? Police state for for a lot of people. They feel like they're being babysat because of the dogs and everything else now. Had it been implemented beforehand or had it gotten straightened out from the get-go and it didn't spread? Because what's going to happen is is if, if Bob goes on, on the Carnival Paradise, right, and he brings his weed on board and and, and it, it's successful, right? He's able to get that. He might even buy something from somebody else, which I've seen happen. People selling it on board. He's going to go back. Yeah. And he's going to tell Jim Bob and everybody else that, hey, look, go on this ship. Go sail with Carnival, man. You can bring all your stuff. Yep. There's even people that, that if, you, if you run out of supply, they got it. And that's how the culture starts to create itself. No, it's true. It's so true. It, one of those things that, yeah, maybe if you don't want to do the dogs, maybe do it on board, right? You, you want to, first of all, hire security that isn't afraid because I've seen it. <laughs> you know, I was there for the Super Bowl cruise. I was on the, uh, um, what was that, the Freedom? I was on the Freedom, and uh, it was it was a bunch of people over there. They had I'm talking about like blunts, like like it was visible. <laughs> and security, like they're they're a bunch of like scrawny guys, you know what I mean? They just they walk right past. They stopped for a second. I could see it in their face, thinking about saying something, but they were like, you know what? Eh, it's not worth the trouble. 
yeah, no, it's true. And, and security, I did a, I did an article uh, on my website about security and knowing and having some security background myself when it comes to nightclubs and stuff like that, and how to de-escalate and deterrence and you know making sure the problem doesn't start before it starts is the real thing. And you know they don't they don't do a lot of that. None of the cruise I haven't seen a cruise line really nail down the security part. It seems like what I see is they like you said they are a little hesitant in the beginning, so people get comfortable, people get bold, and then you know a lot of these small little guys are are you know trained killers in their countries and the armies that yep. they're in, and then they overdo it. You know what I mean? They wait till it's too late, and then they over uh, they're overly aggressive once it starts, and it's mm-hmm. just not um it's it's an issue, but. I know we're going a little long here. I just got a couple more for you. I wanted to uh, take your time. I'm I'm completely fine. I got my work done for the day for the next couple hours. I, oh, it's awesome. all good. Awesome. Yeah. So, what do you think about uh, what's going on with Norwegian and the uh, the change in uh, the change at the top? Frank yeah. Del Rio out. Well, so I haven't even got on that yet because you know I was over in Antarctica and, and go figure the Wi-Fi connection and cell phone service is not existent. And of course, lo and behold, while I'm gone, all these different things start popping up left and right. And I'm like, shoot, what? Del Rio's out. Um, I honestly, I know everybody's going to have their different opinions. I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, NCL has been all over the place. Um, as far as like for me, I went on the, the Prima last year and I hated it. You know, um, it's just, I just think in the direction that they've gone in, even since I've worked for NCL, um, they're very strict with the crew. And if you get on board, you are nickeled and dimed to oblivion. Oh yeah, on board their ship. I I a hundred percent agree with that. But you you'll use the word. I mean, what, what, you'll you'll stand by the word hate on, on the Prima. No, I wouldn't say hate. No, 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 no. I I think it's beautiful. Like every ship, right? I like the design from the the exterior, right? The shape of the ship is beautiful. Um, there's just some things I didn't like. For example, I mean, and I did my interviews as well. That's when I started doing like. Off, like basically off the street <laughs> interviews, and I'm talking to people, and it's like the comedy show, the comedy club, for example, uh, holds 70 people. Um, the the buffet holds like 120 or something like that. And then if you go outside, the pool deck is uneventful. It's like they they spent all their time focusing on the uh, the go kart track, and then they said, "Hey, you know what? We'll finish the go kart track, and then worry about everything else." It just didn't flow well to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with what you said uh, a few minutes ago when you said they just, as a cruise line as a whole, they just seem to kind of be all over the place lately. Yeah, and it's like the thing is, like, if if you go on the other ships, you know what you're expecting, right? Carnival, I know it's going to be a party, right? Most of the time, at least they have a good structure going on for what they are to a certain extent, even if they are trying to clean up the act. Royal Caribbean is kind of like a, hey, do whatever you want. Right, it's kind of got the the suburban shopping mall feel going on, but they also have these amazing things that you're like, wow, they put that on a cruise ship. Yeah, you know, and then they got some flavorful stuff. Like for me, I love when they have the sexiest man contact uh, contest. I'm always there, <laughs> always, always, always. I always win most of the time. Those those, <laughs> but, those are fun. Those are fun to watch. Usually, a lot of those games and stuff like that. It's usually yeah they find you got to find the nut jobs in the crowd and you got to have the good you know yeah. master of ceremonies kind of moving along and the good the good the people who know what they're doing with that really kind of yeah. make it so, make it a fun you know, thing Royal Caribbean has a good formula carnival has a good formula um virgin they're still new they got some kinks to work on i'm actually getting ready to go on virgin on about a week and a half and then i'll be on their new ship brazilian lady the ship i was supposed to be working on actually oh. uh last year uh but like i said they all have kind of like their their style where they fit in and ncl is just kind of like Freestyle yeah. thing, but every cruise line does that now, right? 
Yep. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, no, I, I feel the same way. A Norwegian is a cruise line that I've had a, a good amount of, of, of affection for in the past. Um, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's you know on the Escape or the break uh, the breakaway, I've even enjoyed in the past too. Uh, this last one, it, I was on that vloggers cruise, and mm-hmm. man, that that had to uh, that, that vloggers cruise may have single-handedly been the reason that they make it a change because you know if there's one if there's one sailing. You, you're probably going to want to have your T's crossed and your eyes dotted. It's that one, and oh, yeah. uh, they, yeah. they they dropped the ball on that one. And there was there was really there was yeah across the board. There was, and if you see any of the content from a lot of the vloggers, somewhere there was some a, of it. there was nothing that was like overly blown away or like a raving review. It was varying yeah. degrees of shitting on them. Basically, is what it was. Some people were nice I, about it. Some yeah. people weren't. It was crazy. Most though. are yeah. yeah. Most are. Um, so you uh well let's before let's before we wrap that part of it up what what do you think so uh, is anybody naive to think that Frank Del Rio just had enough and he wanted to retire into the sunset or was this a uh w- w- did Norwegian kind of give the proverbial nudge I think it's probably MCL I mean you can't rule anything out I mean anybody that has gone through the the pandemic you know yeah <laughs> like what happened to the Carnival Corporation you know what I mean yep. it's, it's, it it just depends everybody's gone through a lot but at the same time. Whether he went out, you know, on his own terms or he got essentially kind of, you know, gently nudged out, it was necessary, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with, like, with both of That's a little bit above my pay grade, but yeah. for me also looking at it and being on NCL ships and working for them, I'm just kind of like, okay, I get it. Some yep. change needs to occur because they don't have a lane anymore. Totally, totally. So uh, you went on previously, uh, I guess a, a, a couple of weeks ago or a week ago, you were mm-hmm. in Antarctica, huh? Yeah, yeah, I was. That was amazing. Well, I just yeah. got back. Have you done that before? No, first one. That was a bucket list for sure. As, as a travel on the travel agent side of it, I'm getting a lot of uh, more buzz about you know people. Then they find out what's involved with getting there and doing it and paying for it. They're, no, 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 thank you. But I'm getting a lot more interest and inquiries about Antarctica. It's hot right now. Well, not I mean yeah. figuratively hot. It's not you know. <laughs> what would you What would you say? Was it as amazing as people are kind of making it out to yeah. be lately? Absolutely. I mean, the thing is, like, on a, on average, for example, to do what I did, right, it was an expedition cruise. It's a little bit more, it's a lot more different than, let's say, for uh, a Holland America ship going over there to pass by real quick. You know what I mean? I actually got off, got to get on land, um, got to go on the smaller boats, got to, to paddle over there, kayak over there. And uh, it, it, obviously, it's something like that. You're talking about upwards of a $20,000 cruise. Oh, okay. you know? yeah. See, that's, yeah. So for your average Joe, yeah, they, they might do a haul in America. And I believe I think that's another line that may go over there, like an actual cruise ship. It's not the same. You go over there, you see the icebergs, may see a couple of whales, but you don't you don't make landfall over there. Yeah. If you go on like a, a mainstream. So for me overall though, I'm a little different. I've always been obsessed with like whales and dolphins. I know everything about them. I wanted to be a marine biologist growing up since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was it was literally a dream come true. We saw a bunch of stuff. We saw a bunch of killer whales attacking a fin whale. Wow! Uh, penguins all over the place. Uh, we saw an avalanche. You know what I mean? And we did the polar plunge where we jump in. I'll never do it again. But uh, <laughs> you know, it, it to me that was that was like it was like when I, I took my mom to Alaska last year. And I went, also wanted to go since I was a kid. We went whale watching. You know, I, I was holding back tears. The same with this one. It was beautiful because it's not like her, a traditional cruise to the Caribbean. It's more of like, I would say with, with a cruise like this in Alaska, you don't go specifically for the ship necessarily. You go for the adventure of it all. Right. Right. So it's like, yeah, when people hear vacation, 
right? They're thinking, oh, I need some sun, I need a beach or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? But something like this that is so unique, so different, like you literally feel like you're on another planet when you go there. Gotcha. No, and it translates because I saw some of the some of the footage. It didn't. It, it almost like you know, some of the stuff you see it for the first time. It didn't. It didn't look real in the picture. It no, like, it, it didn't. It yeah. didn't. Even beautiful. being, I was there, and I'm like, <laughs> what is the giant? Every every now and then we see a giant floating iceberg. Getting through that Drake Passage for a lot of people, though. For me, I got my sea legs, but my girl and everybody else vomiting all over the place. You know, I say it's some of the roughest ocean in the world. I was going to say that I did see some uh, footage of uh, or a video, a picture of uh, the lovely Lauren. She, yeah. she she uh she didn't she didn't look like she was having the best time with the uh with the what is it, what is it called the um <laughs> Oh, she was down for the count both coming going over to Antarctica and coming back. What is that Drake's passage? Yeah, Drake's passage. Yeah, it's it's a legend there's a lot of folklore when it comes to the the seas that are uh, you know, and it's crazy. It's ironic that not ironic, but it's it's for a reason. But uh, you know, it's kind of uh, it's kind of Murphy's law when you when you can't get a big ship there, you have to do a lot of the smaller ships. And then, yeah. oh, by the way, it is the roughest piece of uh, the roughest waterway on the planet, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it was insane, man. And it's like, yeah, it's legendary, man. If you look up Drake Passage, or if you ever seen those viral videos, those ships in those forty foot waves, that that's Drake Passage ninety percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was it was it was rough, but for me, I was having a good time. I slept like a baby, personally. I love. I was hoping for bigger waves. I'm wondering. I had one one or two bad experiences with with high seas up in the North Atlantic, sailing out of New York or whatever. But um, for the most part, I've been I've been pretty fortunate. I don't. I'm curious how I would do in that type of scenario, but who knows? Um, all right. So uh, before. Covered Antarctica. I guess we'll wrap it up with this question. You you've been a lot of places. You've worked on cruise ships. You've been you know now cross off Antarctica off the bucket list. Uh, is there anything out there from a passenger standpoint, cruising standpoint, that you still want to get to? Oh yeah, there's a million of them. I mean, this year I am eyeing. Um, well, I have my other channel too, where I'm trying to expand, kind of to me rinse and repeat. I want to do resorts and all that too. Uh, but in the meantime, still going to jump on the ships. I definitely want to do Asia, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, later on this year, I am looking at um, P&O, because I haven't done a, a UK cruise yet. I've done the Carnival Celebration uh, for the inaugural, uh, the, the Transatlantic out of Southampton, but that was it. Gotcha. So I want to do a legitimate uh, a British cruise. I want to do that one. Uh, probably looking at AIDA, the German line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, it would be more, I guess, non-American cruises, I think. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking with Jay from The Ship Life. Don't forget to find Jay on YouTube. Once again, The Ship Life. Instagram, all the socials. This was awesome. I really, really appreciate you carving out some time. Thanks for coming on, man. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Tommy. Of course. Of course.